0: Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat, eighty-eight point seven on your dial for Wednesday, January twelfth, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell and
1: Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? Well, I'm happy. Dan has proven to me that love is uh, love is alive in the world of sports. I'm always going on about uh, nothing better than love, and they were celebrating love at a hockey game. Dan showed me the video. It was uh, yes. Kodiak. What's
2: his
0: Kodiak name? Kodiak Black. Yes,
2: uh, rapper. Uh, was in one of the uh, private boxes at the Florida Panther game last night. And uh, he was caught on video making love right in the box there.
0: Really something? Yes. So there's nothing. It wasn't very private, though, right?
2: No, no, there wasn't. But there wasn't private. Any private about
1: it? No, yeah. no privacy as well. It kind of reminded me of the old days in the uh, what's it called, the Sky Dome there, where the, the people would rent the hotel right. rooms and leave the curtains open. But well,
0: love is in the air, yeah. boys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a sport of sorts, I guess.
0: Well, you know, I was just gonna say. So we'll start with the Leafs. Um, you know what? That P, if you guys don't have a PVR. Because I'm an old guy now, and I go to bed early, and I watch the period, and then I I I, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. But this morning, I started <laughs> my morning watching the rest of the hockey game. Yeah. And you know what? It was a great game. 4-3 victory for the Leafs, and the takeaways that I got, I got a big takeaway from
2: this. Now, you've talked about this PVR stuff, yes. Did you speed watch it or just regular watch it?
0: Uh, a little bit of both, <laughs> yeah. No, but but the third period, and, and I got to see the overtime and I got to see yeah. the shootout and yeah. the stuff, and I did get enough that I could actually have an opinion. I think, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: like but- when you're speed watching a game, is it it said, like, like, do you see, oh, I missed that, and you have to rewind?
0: The odd time. Okay, okay Yeah, sorry. because you might miss a goal, and then you all have right. to scale I, back to okay, find the I don't earth. have the
2: technology. I so. did a little bit of both cool on this sorry one. Sorry, sorry, to drop. All dro- right,
0: that's okay. So you just don't have the technology no. that I have, because I'm a computer literate guy with all the technology. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, yeah, with that said... Uh, takeaways, and I got a big one. Um, Nylander is a hockey player again. You know, I I put him in that Mitch Marner, let's get rid of him range. But Nylander, looks fantastic. God, he scored a beautiful goal beautiful in the goal. shootout and the first goal. Matthews was dominating. Uh, you know, I pray that we can hang on to Matthews. He just gets better and better and better. He, they don't know what to do with them. These other teams, they really don't know how to contain him. Um, the 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 takeaways, Jack Campbell you know go back to the frederick anderson days dano and grant anderson never got you a win when it mattered um let's say there was a shootout he might give up all the goals in a shootout you'd say well he played well and all of a sudden but i i I wanted to see what campbell looked like in a shootout and man was he poised they didn't he really looked good in the shootout and the leafs are being outshot quite substantially so well,
2: Vegas know, is a great team
0: yeah are they ever but uh but the Leafs as I said great game big win so you know any way you cut it they got three out of four points so far uh big game tonight in Arizona mm-hmm. um you know and that's that's Austin Matthews heading home so we'll see how they perform
1: I'm staying up for that one tonight well, well I it's, don't
2: funny, it's funny you mentioned three out of four points because uh I've never heard it uh been talked about this way, but when you're on the road, Daryl Sutter said the other night he was disappointed with his Calgary, because Calgary's been been pretty good up until this road trip. And he said that the equation that they use on the road is you get uh, more points than games played, right? Right. So, like, if you've if you've played, you know, four games, then you want to get out of there with five or six points, and you're happy. Right. You know, where if you've played, you know, four games and you come away with three points, then you know it hasn't been a very good road swing.
0: Well, your old buddy Babcock used to break it down, as you said. It would be breaking down into quarters, right, Where yeah. you which makes sense. So you'd see how you played in a certain qu- uh, number of games, which yes. is what you said. Yeah. But, hey, they're off to, you know, they look good. The Leafs look really good. Um, and keeping the positivity running... <laughs> Toronto Raptors, uh, you know what? A four-point loss last night to the best team in basketball, the Phoenix Suns, to an empty crowd is, is uh, you know what? The Raptors are surprising me. They look okay. They look better than okay. Plus, they were missing Scotty Barnes and Gary Trent Jr. Yeah. last night. Yeah. Um, Ananobi shut down Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a fantastic player. But what's
2: up with Devin Booker? He was he had a free uh, free throw, and our Raptor, I don't know what our Raptor mascot is called, he was like doing his stuff behind the like like all the fans do, and Booker ended up getting him removed from behind the net.
0: I thought you could do that. I thought you could wave your arms yeah. and do all those things. Yeah, it was weird. Well, that yeah, yeah. that is rather strange. Cry, but baby. Uh, yeah, for sure. But uh, hey, you know what? Sticking within four points of the Phoenix Suns is a you know is a, is a monumental task, and they'd had six in a row. So you know what? The Raptors are are looking good. Yep. Now just to shift back, let's talk about Evander Kane quickly. Okay. That it appears like the Edmonton Oilers are going to sign Evander Kane. Now I know I love your opinions, Dan. What do you think about this potential signing that is going to happen? It appears.
2: Well, I think it's too early. Like I think that yes, I I totally believe in second and third chances, and fourth chances in this case. But I think it's too early for Evander Kane to just you know jump right back into a new team because. Like he needs some time to really reflect on what's going on and, and what he is to as a person and as a hockey
0: player.
1: So sorry to be ignorant here. Is he the gentleman that was having had some gambling issues?
0: Yeah, and a lot of different issues. Okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. yeah the same gambling,
2: day. abuse, you name yeah, it.
0: Yeah, all the the gambit right. of everything. Yes,
2: and so I I just think you know for lack of a better term, Evander Kane needs a timeout. Like he just needs to really reflect and 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 kind of. Evaluate where he's at in his career in his life, and then make his way back. But for Edmonton to say, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're jumping on board. This is great news because we need a we need the left winger um, on on the first line." Like I don't know. Like I don't think that yes, he can score. Yes, he can fight. He can. He can. He's a very serviceable player. But I think what's between his ears is the the worst part about him, and he needs to figure that out.
0: Right, and but they're and Dan, well, well put across the board. But you know what? I think the problem is every team that he has played for, he broke up the Winnipeg Jets dressing room, which you forget they they hated him. The players wanted him removed. Yep. San Jose players said we don't want him back. Yep. So all of a sudden, Off Edmonton, low. and you want to take him into the Edmonton Oilers dressing room, as you said this yep. early on yep. with his behavior, yep. where players don't even want him around. Forget all these uh, uh, transgressions.
2: Yeah, like. Maybe Ken Holland sees something. Maybe he's already had conversations with Evander Kane. Maybe all that reflection that we just talked about has already transpired. I don't know. But, like, you're right. Like, to bring him in, like, Edmonton seemed desperate for him as well. You know what I mean? Like, if they're going, like, this hard and this vocal right out of the gate when it's, you know, the ink isn't even dry on his termination contract— you you kind of wonder, like, are they really making the proper steps?
0: Well, they're they're in they're in uh, they're in a fear mode right now at two eight and two. They're not they're not beating anyone, so they've got to do something pretty radical. I'm just I'm just surprised that they're they're going to go down this road. Yeah, you know, under anyway. It's 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 a good point. Uh, certainly, uh, I wouldn't want them around at this stage of the game. No, you want to give them a timeout. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, all right, uh, Daniel. What? How about, well, one more story and okay, then we, okay, then, hope.
2: then, Story time.
0: Saudi International Tournament is setting up next month. The, the golf. The golf. Greg yep. Norman and the Saudi Arabians are combining in a, uh, 20 of the t- PGA's top pros have asked for releases from the tour to play that event. That's, Shocking, isn't it? Quietly. Now, we're going to have a lot more to report Wasn't on this. Wasn't it
2: like, weren't we talking about this, you know, six months ago and none of them wanted to play?
0: Well, Rory McElroy didn't want to play. He spoke okay. for everybody else. But the, but the problem is you've got, you know, let's face it. This is a real uh, issue because you've got human rights abuses by the Saudi Arabians, which are legitimate, like yep. I, I would think, human rights abuses across. But it's going to be about money. And these guys, it isn't saying that they're going to join this tour, but I'm shocked that 20 of them have asked for Dustin Johnson being one of them. Yep. Phil Mickelson, who said he would give it a shot. Uh, You know, money talks, right? And so we'll see how this plays out because it's not till next month. Okay. So interesting. So they had, uh, did we talk yet? We have talked about the college game, correct? Which one? Georgia and Alabama. (laughs) Yes, we did. We talked
2: about it on Monday. All right, yes. But, But the game hadn't happened yet
0: correct yes (laughs) all right can we talk about that we
2: certainly can
0: oh i was a bit fearful there i had i had a bit of an old man's thing going on there (laughs) no
2: i thought you were just leading me down no i wasn't i wasn't uh, at all so all of my predictions were incorrect
0: oh come on man
2: i went full (laughs) sharpie on you
0: oh okay (laughs) yeah
2: i said take the over i said take uh take bama uh as the underdog and Georgia ran right over them, 33-18. It, it was a very close game up until uh, the second half. Like I think it was 9-6 uh, Alabama in the first half. Defense was fantastic. And then there was just a couple of plays. In the, actually, it was in the fourth quarter that really blew open the game.
0: Yeah and okay so and as I said but you wanted Georgia to win you did not want Nick Saban to to uh have the national championship again for the ninth well, time or whatever. I is. mean I guess
2: there's always got to be a winner in the game and both those teams uh I would say I wanted uh Alabama to lose more than Georgia to win if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah it does it <laughs> makes it makes complete sense. Um <laughs> Now, a little bit of fun here today, because this is just an aside with the NFL playoffs all being set, which we can talk about Friday or today or whenever you want to talk about it.
2: Well, we'll, let's start now. There's three three days of football. So usually, uh, before you get going here, (laughs) usually it's Saturday and Sunday. Right. They've thrown in a Monday game. So it's usually three and three, like three Saturday, three Sunday. Now there's two Saturday, three Sunday, one Monday.
0: All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's do this. Let's have a little game first. Arians has come forward, the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and said there is no way under any stretch of the imagination that Tom Brady should be league MVP again. Throws, yards per completion, number of completions. He said he shouldn't be? He should be. Oh, he should be. Should be. Um, So who do you like, Dan? Like you've got, he has thrown for more yards. He has done this. He's thrown for 43 touchdown passes. Who do you like? Do you like Aaron Rodgers at 37 touchdown passes and two touchdowns? picks all year. Who do you like in that? Who who's going to be your your league MVP well, this year? Well, those are
2: those two for sure. Uh I don't know. I, I probably uh, see the thing is is I've kind of soured on the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Right. But uh like that being said, as a player, he probably like I see what Bruce Arians saying, but I think that Aaron Rodgers should be league MVP.
0: And I agree with you. So
2: it's that That only if they're picking a quarterback. Correct. Like, it'd be great to see them go on the defensive side of the ball and pick uh, Watts out of Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, it would be nice if they thought outside the box and yes. did that. Yeah, you're 100% right.
1: One of the listeners, I just want to share this with you, was just saying that, uh, yeah, I believe that next year I'm going to bet $10 on the opposite team that Dan says. I feel that way I'll have a chance of making a lot of money.
0: A very strong calculated move, <laughs> yes. if I do say so myself. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's let's
0: pick at some NFL games because I got a bunch of, like, my picks, which mean nothing, quite frankly. Las, Las Vegas Raiders at Cincinnati. Now, yeah. Danel. Who do you like in that? I like Cincy. Do you? Well, the Raiders have won four in a row, haven't they? And they're all like one-touch games at the end. Like, you know, do you not take momentum in that?
2: Cincy's on a roll as well. And Joe Burrows, is, uh, he's, he and uh, I think it's Javon Chase have been, he's a rookie who's been just, they have been a great tandem up for that team.
0: All right. So I'm with you on that. Whether I'm having a bit of fun with you or not, yeah. I like Cincy too. Okay. New England and <laughs> Buffalo. Who do you like? Now, who do you like? That's a tough one because the Bills did beat them yes. a couple of weeks ago. But in Buffalo, yep. New England are a lot better team than you think.
2: They are, they are a lot better team.
0: Four straight. So who do you like? Who do you like in that one, Dano? I,
2: I'm going to add on a limb here, and I'm going to say Buffalo. Yeah. I don't know what the point spread is. I haven't looked yet. It's a couple. But I, as, as far as who's going to win the game, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Yeah. And I think I, Buffalo. And I don't want to jinx it. Actually I am going to jinx it. I think Buffalo is going to go deep this year in the AFC. Pretty, I like them.
0: All right, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, because I'm going to take what you what you say. Eagles at bucks. Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, been they've been okay at bucks. Yeah, bucks. Bucks, yeah. Let's just end that right now. <laughs> okay, San Francisco at Dallas. Now that that's an interesting one. That is a very interesting one actually.
2: Uh, I'm going to take Dallas in that one.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm going to take San Francisco. They're riding a crest, and I think uh, – you know what? I just don't think the Dallas Cowboys are as good as they think they are. How does that sound? Really? Yeah, I think so. And I'm, I, I, I'm taking San Francisco all the way. Their defense looks great. We'll see if they can well, shut I, I agree it. with you. Dak I, Prescott I, I down.
2: do agree with that. The defense for uh, San Fran, I do like the defense for San Fran. Okay. But I'm still taking Dallas.
0: All right. Pittsburgh at KC Chiefs. Your old your old Pittsburgh Steelers stumbling into Kansas City. How do you like that one?
2: Big upset, Pittsburgh.
0: Come on, Dan. Really Big upset. All right, yeah. okay. They, I think they, KC, uh, the KC in a romp.
2: Been, KC's been up and down all year, and they're 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 going to think, okay, this is just going to be a cakewalk, and Big Ben is going to have a little bit more magic in his last year of his career.
0: Boy, I tell you, that's going out in a limb. And Arizona at the LA Rams. Now, there's and, a tough and, one. Oh, and? and
2: I think that uh, um, our Canadian, uh, he will have a Canadian receiver. Will have a great, great Claypool. Claypool will have a great, great game.
0: Okay, perfect. And finally, Arizona at the LA Rams. Who do you like in that one? There's two two really good teams.
2: Uh, well, <laughs> I think that. Uh, Stafford's brought a little bit of magic from Detroit with them this year because they've seemed to be up and down, like a Detroit Lion game, or a Detroit Lion team. And so I'd like to see the Rams win, but I think that Arizona is going to pull it out.
0: Okay, and I and I think I think you're uh, wrong on that one for the simple reason <laughs> oh. that Arizona had lost four in a row. But Kyler Murray is pretty good at quarterback, yes. so we'll see how it plays out. You know what? Talk a little bit of positivity and local stuff. I pulled up this thing on lacrosse legends. Are running? I think Lacrosse Canada is running a lacrosse legends mm-hmm. thing on YouTube, and I want to share Gail Cummings dancing. Um, grew up with her. Yep. She's a little younger than I am. I think she was born in 1966, but she's a you know what she's pulled, up what she's done throughout her life is spectacular. Like just touching on a bit of it, she moved here I think when she was in grade three. The Cummings moved here from Oakville. Um, this girl was the first girl i'd ever heard of when i heard she was playing lacrosse and hockey i was shocked like you know you're you're a young guy wow this is amazing so she played on every boys lacrosse team all the way up they won championships all the way along and then she ended up in a national program um and she you know she had some good things to say she said that her parents made sure she had every opportunity she ended up in toronto with the national program Um, how about this stuff guys huntsville sports hall of fame in 1990 Ontario Lacrosse Hall of Fame in 1999, the first female ever. The U.S. National Lacrosse Hall of Fame in 2007. Canadian Lacrosse Hall of Fame in 2008. Holds the NCAA record, went to Temple University in Philadelphia with 289 goals. Um, Athletic director at Skidmore College in Upper State, New York. And she was at Temple, I believe, in Philadelphia. But I think, you know, we we got to talk about her. Like, her her, uh, accomplishments are fantastic.
1: I think it speaks volumes too and correct me if I'm wrong because I would imagine this didn't happen in a lot of uh, a lot of towns or even cities as far as that go I think it speaks volumes of the people that were involved uh, within our community in hockey and lacrosse to make sure that she had that opportunity to make sure that she was welcome to play because let's be honest back then and I know times have changed thanks goodness but back then a lot of teams wouldn't do that that just would not have happened.
0: Yeah, you're, Grant's right. Like oh, sure. She's a very accomplished uh, person and a very accomplished athlete, but she had a good point. I was privileged, and I don't want to speak for you or Grant, but I was privileged to be able to play any sport that I truly wanted to play. Um, not everybody's in that position. So, you know, she's very grateful for her parents because her parents, they had this opportunity to be in Toronto all the time, and uh, they jumped on it, like anything to better her position. She said, "I had, I had... You don't miss opportunities. I mm. like what she said. You do never pass up an opportunity to do something outside the box or a little no, bit more. No, for sure, that's awesome. But I just love the the bio on her and the fact that uh, now she has lived in the United States for years. But she's we call we'll, we'll claim her as well, ours.
2: Super decorated.
0: Yeah. yeah, and and a tremendous person too as well. So, yeah. so anyway, just a nice positive local. Mm-hmm. Ah, news. Awesome. So what do you think? You think we're good to go?
1: Can I share a little of that sporting frustration that I have?
0: Of course you yeah.
1: can. I mean, you probably don't know this about me, but I enjoy watching figure skating. I enjoy the uh, mm-hmm. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the uh, the different routines. I mean, they're they're athletes, but what really bothers me about figure skating I'm going to be honest with you is the commentary I, it, it drives me absolutely nuts that I'm watching a sport where the athlete is, is 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 working with the music the music is a part of it as well right it's all a part of their routine so what I want to do as someone watching this I want to listen to the music and I want to watch the athlete do their skate I don't want to listen to the other ones rambling on and rambling on because I find in figure skating compared to most other sports they never stop talking They they all seem to have an opi- opinion about something and I don't know if they're just trying to like you know justify their existence or their job or whatever but you know and then I thought to myself okay well I'll just mute them I'll turn the volume off but you know what happens then Percy no m- I what turn happens? the volume there's no music I can't hear the music that they, that they're that they're doing the skating to you know what I mean so in and, and they always show it again afterwards the whole thing so why don't they let us watch it without them rambling on and then when they show it again afterwards that's when they can do all their commentary on it nothing against anyone who does commentary in figure skating, but I just find it a little frustrating as someone that enjoys the sport.
0: We well go. done, Grant. Well, I'm just
2: say,
1: yeah.
2: Wow. You've had that pent up for a while. Well,
1: it happened, this, it happened this past weekend when I was watching some of my figure skating. Yeah. I was yelling at the television. My, my <laughs> wife thought I was losing my mind. I'm
0: glad you got that out, though. Yeah. 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 All right. yeah. I said, you better go home and have a nap
1: after I think so. This. <sighs> Thanks for that. <laughs> that was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was great. No, I agree with you. Yeah, and I do, too. All right. Well, let's uh, get out, guys. A little milder today. A little nicer. Yep. Yeah. It's almost hot tub weather, boys. We're almost (laughs) ever going to be good to go soon. (laughs) I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Have a fantastic day, and we'll be back on Friday with more sports.